even though we don't even use it anymore. <laughs> I know it's. I mean, are we ever going to be able to stop? I don't know. I don't like, think so. It's such a integral part of how we kick these things off. Like I would be so lost without our clap, even though me it helps too. me not at all during <laughs> editing. Hey, when I do this, does my face look extra blue? You do what? And then when I do this, does it go away? Do it one more time for me. This is my screen up really bright. Oh. Uh, and this is my screen dim. It makes it like I can see the blue, but it's not as extreme as you probably think it is. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. Perfect. I, I don't know. Perfect. I, can, I also can never tell how my white balance is on my camera. Blue. Oh, no. Red. Uh, blue. Colors. I, I usually do like. I like to keep it warmer, honestly. Yeah, no, I, I like yeah. it. I welcome welcome to the, the, the color grading podcast. This is what we do today. <laughs> That's right. We're giving up on music industry and we are officially becoming uh, video editors and color graders and things that yeah, we are right? not qualified to do. Hey, I'm working <laughs> on it. I'm getting my, well, currently working on my Dante um, second edition Ooh. certifications and this time, I don't remember last time there was like a bunch of video stuff, but it's a lot of video uh, for the second edition. And I'm very, I'm learning a lot. So so for the people like me who I know, like I know of Dante because I know you and Casey have mentioned it to me, but what is yeah. it again? It's related to lighting, right? No, actually, that's no? the one thing it's not related to. It will probably be Shit. at some point, was, though. I had, I, my whole idea was you had pivoting three on options. that one thing. Um, it's basically like a, a very easy, like simple way that was created by Audinate uh, to get audio and now video from one place to another with just like a Cat5 cable and that's it. Oh, wow. So like it's a, basically a digital snake, um, really? just using like networks and IP addresses and stuff like yeah. that. So my church uses that uses Dante um, where I work right now, uses it a little bit, um, but they're a little more like Maddie and Digi, you know, the Digico side of things. I wish they right. use more Dante. They really should. Wow. Um, but it's like really good. And it's something that I, I would say every audio technician should do is get their Dante certs like damn all of them. Is it they're, becoming they're more easy. common? Is that why or like I I think so. I mean, I think it's important to have a couple certifications whatever they are just cuz mm. it kind of shows that like you're dedicated to learning. Mm. Um so sense. like whether that be a Dante or a CTS, CTS is good to have, so. CT. Um, oh, wait, CTS. Casey's working on her CTS right now. I was uh and then I took a break and I need to start again. So. And what is CTS? It's basically like uh, more of the installation, like oh. um, it's it's not really as applicable for like mixing uh, like a live band. It's a lot mm -hmm. more like installation focused and like um, like the really technical things. Yeah, kind of like building a, an infrastructure, like an AV infrastructure in a set oh, space you know okay. like when you're yeah. that person that comes in and designs it and mm -hmm. you know kicks it off and all that stuff so oh that's put in the cool speakers put in the, the ip all that stuff wow yeah so how many of these certifications do you have like or, or are I working to get <laughs> i want to get all of them um but i also know that like certifications don't mean shit if you don't actually know what you're doing 
Right. So that's why I've like been taking my time because I actually want to understand. But like computer mm. stuff confuses me. Like it's yeah. confusing. I don't really I don't get like it. computer yeah. stuff is in like like networking and all that. I don't know. Oh. It's just confusing. And it's like becoming more and more part of like live audio. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I need to catch up. <laughs> so <laughs> hence the Dante certifications. Nice. It's fun. But hey, at least you're learning that stuff, you know. I'm like, trying, yeah. Yeah, well, you're succeeding obviously because you're just you're you're doing it, and you're definitely smart Cheers. enough. Oh shit, you got something very you got a very different looking drink than normal. Is that yeah? Is that a uh, Jack and Coke? This is a gin and Coke, actually. A gin and Coke. Whoa. It's really good, and I put in peach schnapps and Whoa. lime juice, and it's so good. Wow. Because I, I we ran out of rum. And yeah. I was like, what can we put instead of rum into my Coke? And we realized that gin is a really good substitute. Wow. That's cool. Gin. You try it. It's so good. You know. With the peach schnapps. Oh. I don't know if I've had a lot of gin in my life. I've had a lot of really? alcohol in general, but not a lot. <laughs> not a not, lot of gin. No. No. And I'm just realizing that. Like. Well, I don't think I've had a martini. Oh, like, yeah. I've had lots of margaritas. Last Tuesday was National Margarita Day, apparently. Oh, so, uh, that's right. So Casey uh, made... sent me a picture of her marg. Oh, yeah. Oh, and they were good. She makes a killer-ass marg. They Man, were delicious. I, but I want a marg. I had I had a lot of weird drinks this past weekend. Um, well, actually, you know what? I take I take that back. I rescinded yeah, tell, that. I didn't tell me about weird... your weekend. So for anyone who doesn't know, I did my monthly trip to Iowa City. Shout out to Iowa City. That was a long um, one. You know, it was technically the same length, but it feels okay. like it gets longer and longer every time. <laughs> yeah. But it also gets a little bit more enjoyable every time for me because I'm not stressing anymore about it. Like, I already know all the songs. And, like, I'm still learning little things. Like, actually, at the very end of the first show, there was a song that I was doing. It was, uh, there's this, there was this girl by, I don't remember who the artist, country artist. It's a country song. Very, very standard country song. Um, and I found out that the lick that I do, like normally we do this ending where we all just kind of do hits together. I found out that the lick is supposed to keep going. And I'm like, we've done this song at least 20 times together. And you're now telling me (laughs) that I've been doing it wrong. But like other than little things like that, like I'm I'm getting the hang of it and I'm getting used to the trip as a whole. Like the flying was actually probably the most relaxing part of the trip. Whereas before it was the most stressful part of the trip. Nice. Which is really funny. Um, there were no, there was only one after party we went to, and it was it was okay. It was all right. Mm-hmm. Um, on Friday, this was the weird, the, probably the weirdest. Well, the weirdest thing I can share on the podast <laughs> that happened. Um, you have to sign up for Patreon to get the full access wow. stories from Iowa City. Um, but we went to. We had an invite for an after party on Friday, mm-hmm. which is our second night. And we show up to this apartment, which is like 10 miles away. And the girl who invited us, the, there was two. So we only go to parties if we get more than one invite from the for the same party. Because that's okay. how we know it's going to be lit and not just a random thing. Right, right. So this it was like a pretty good bet that it was going to be good. We show up. There are two girls there. And they were like, oh my God, we didn't think you were actually going to come but then they're like, no, no, come in, come in. No, it's okay. And they're like trying to make us comfortable. But it was like not a party. There was like just the two of them. And one of them was like super drunk and falling asleep. And the, and then 
they were like, oh yeah, no, we just got to be quiet. Her mom's sleeping in the other room. And I'm like, we, we, we kept going like, we can leave. Like this is, and we were like trying to leave. And they're like, no, no, no. And then like <laughs> when we finally at some point, because at one point the girl who was sleeping started just being kind of rude, like for no reason. Because I mean, she was drunk, nothing against right. her. I don't even know who she was, but she was being rude. And we were all like, okay, now it's time to go. And she's like, got, she got like offended. I'm like, what? Like this, this is ass. Like why? <laughs> Oh so, my gosh. Yeah. But you're the gonna second, need to, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, you're going to need to start waiting for th three or four recommendations for the it, same party at this it's, point. It's hard because, like, those kids get so drunk. Like, mm -hmm. like, there was one party, actually, the party we went to the last night ended up being, it, we had the invite to go there that same, the Friday night as well, where we had the really shitty party. Yeah. But they were all so drunk and so tired. They were like, everyone's bailing. So just don't come. Come tomorrow. We'll, we'll make sure tomorrow it's going to be good. And it was. Like, it was, it was really fun. Like, we were playing some drinking games. We played music. They had all kinds of alcohol. Like, nice. and that's what made me think of that party was they had like four or five different flavors of moonshine there. What? Yeah, and one of them was apple pie moonshine. <gasps> I've had apple pie before. It's so good. I was like, it oh my so God, good. I love this. Uh, <sighs> it is so good. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. What are you drinking there now? Old fashioned. Uh, no, 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 I'm wrong. I'm wrong. It's a Manhattan. I don't know why. Oh I, I, I constantly get those two confused because like, I'm trying to remember what the difference is between them. They're very similar drinks, but I think I a know. Manhattan has, is sweeter and one is like cinnamony, right? Doesn't one have an like an olive in it? <laughs> I don't. Th I don't know. <laughs> I think that's a martini. <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, which I'm I, not classy enough. I don't think. No, I haven't. I don't really like, think I would like the flavor. Yeah, they're not it's very just fruity, are gin, they? It's isn't it just gin and like club soda or something like that? That's it. No, I, I'm probably fucking this up really bad. Let me Google it. I have no idea. Let's see. I'm really bad at like going to bars and like knowing what to order. Um, I just get like start to freeze up and panic because I'm like, <laughs> they're going to I'm just such a noob. And now they're going to think I'm under 21 and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I start like really reading into it. So uh -oh. I'm really that's definitely the bane of my existence is ordering a drink from a bar. Really? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Wow. Um, so the ingredients, I'll, we'll come back to that, but the ingredients in, um, a martini uh -huh. are two, according to this, it's two and a half ounces of gin or vodka. I think it's traditionally gin though. Okay. Half an ounce of dry vermouth, oh. uh, half an ounce of olive brine. Olive brine. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Me neither. I guess it has to do with olives. I don't it's like know. Olive oil. It sounds like ass. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that whole drink. Just sounds nasty. I don't know. It sounds olive ass. Yeah. Ugh, it's disgusting. gross. Disgusting. Do you like tequila? Um, I haven't had enough of it, honestly. Like, have you shot tequila before? No. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. It's only. What I actually that? really like it when you chase it with like you bite a lime. Have you seen people right. do that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the only I've time never, I'll shoot it. 
I don't really just like take shots of straight like liquor by itself. Like I like the little mm-hmm. mini like lemon drops are really good because I'm a basic Ooh. white girl. No, I mean, I've yes, done... but <laughs> <laughs> my first shot I ever got was a four horseman. What is that? It's like, oh my gosh, apparently it's like a hardcore drink. I don't know for sure, but I was given a face <laughs> by the bartender, which kickstarted like, my fear of ordering at bars. Like I a guess. face like, are you high? Yeah, right? No, okay. no, no. So wait, a four horseman has like four different types of alcohol in it. Oh my God. What, what, what is in it exactly? There is, there is, no, no, not the four horsemen of the Bible. Shots. The four horsemen of the bar. <laughs> um. Oh, bourbon whiskey. Ten- okay. Oh, it's all different types of whiskey. So it's Ooh. bourbon whiskey, Tennessee whiskey, Scotch whiskey, and Irish whiskey That's in equal parts. A lot of wh- like, and it's just straight. Is it just a? Is it a? That's got to be a large shot. Yeah, I think it is a large one. It's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Ten out of ten would not recommend that. Yeah, I mean, honestly, shooting whiskey no. like there, there is a couple <laughs> sipping whiskeys that I will sip, but like. Not a lot. I sipped whiskey at that party, the after party on yeah. Saturday, but that's because I didn't. If I had drank that, that apple pie moonshine was so sweet, and I was already <laughs> so drunk at that point. I'm like, oh yeah, I have to be really careful because mm-hmm. I have to fly. And I was still hungover, but I didn't throw up at least the next morning. Have you so. ever heard of like the the? It's like a drink, like powder that you put in a drink when you're in the middle of like having a fun night. And you drink it and it like really eliminates your hangovers for the next morning. And you like, you drink it like, oh, what is it? I know it's a company called like Blowfish or something. Um, There's one called, oh God, no, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, they're really good. There's one and it's like, um, you drink it the, mor- the morning after, right when you wake up, which I don't like as much because then I feel still feel like ass. Yeah. And then there's one that you drink like after your last drink. I've heard of the night pills off. that you take. Yeah. I don't know what those are called either. There's probably one a lot of, of those companies. One of them sponsor us, honestly. Yeah, we, we talk can, about drinking so much on this podcast. <laughs> like, honestly. Is it a problem? Um, you know what? I don't. I mean, well, yeah, and I actually. I don't really care. It's funny. And so for anyone who's listening, um, we actually, so... I feel like we shouldn't announce whether or not we have a plan for the podcast because no, I feel no. like that's Let's tacky. Just leave wondering. That's yeah, tacky. yeah, yeah, yeah. But since we wondering. already, since I already broke the fourth <laughs> wall, we didn't have a plan for this podcast. We just, we're just having one of our famous conversations, and I honestly forgot we were recording it already. To be honest, I know. With you. Me too. Me too. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But that's a good. I think that's a good question. Like as far as, like, when does it? Be, when does alcohol become a problem? Because Obviously, I think it's almost like a trope for musicians to drink yeah. a lot, right? Like, yeah. you, did, did I tell you what I, I, I... How did I forget to tell you this story, too? Whoa! <laughs> tell me! I came home with a lot more stories than I usually do from Iowa. It, that's Iowa why I mean City, it gets man. crazier and crazier every time. Yeah, right. But um, and next month will probably be crazier, by the way, because it's St. Patty's Day weekend. <gasps> That's gonna. Oh, that's gonna be crazy. I need to get myself like a oh big old gosh. green suit or something. Wait, ridiculous. what weekend is that? Yeah, right. Um, the weekend of the eleventh. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I could be wrong. Uh oh. Let's of see. the 
No, the, not the 11th. The 18th. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. The 17th is... Oh, yeah. Right. That's the night. So that's our first night, 17th. And that's then, right. yeah, the rest that's of the weekend right. is spring break. But apparently, they don't. a lot of students don't leave Iowa City for spring break. Oh. Yeah. Well, tell your story. What was your... What yes. Was story? So the first night... That uh-huh. I was there. There was, as there always is in Iowa, because for some reason, there's a lot of really attractive women in Iowa City. It's very oh, random. Bummer. There was, there was a girl, and I was kind of flirting with her while we were on stage. Uh-huh. And she like leaned into me, and she's like, hey, if I buy you four beers, will you shotgun them with us? Will you shotgun them with me? And I was like, I don't want to do this, because guess what? I've never shotgunned a beer before. I've really? Never, I've never done that. I'm not. A I mean, beer I haven't guy. either. I'm not You're a beer not guy. Be- no. Huh. Honestly, I mean, I will drink it. I've got Miller's in the fridge left over from uh, something. Oh, um, another, yeah, another no, gig. You're not a beer remember. guy if you drink. You're not a beer guy if you drink Miller. Yeah, exactly. I'm, well, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I honestly don't like those bougie beers. Like I went to me the neither. founder, the Founders Brewery, one time in Grand Rapids, and mm-hmm. those beers fucked me up, and I felt like shit for another like a day or two after that. I just hate the flavor of them. I just yeah, well, yeah exactly. Like just them. drink liquor, wholesome liquor. Wholesome um, liquor. So did you do it? I did, and I did it on stage in front of like 500 people for my first time ever shotgunning oh a beer. What? How did you do? Oh, I it, it was, I finished it, but it sucks. Like I had to stop like twice because my stomach physically, I like I was chugging it well, but my stomach couldn't fit more beer, so I had to give myself a second. And I'm like, I will throw this up on stage. Oh my god! So I had to keep taking like little breaks. Yeah. But I told everyone before, and I'm like, this is my first time shotgunning a beer. So they all they were all cheering me on after, and like they were all like, good job afters, which I knew it it sucked. It absolutely Dude, it was sounds, the worst shotgun ever, but it sounds wild. Oh my gosh. It's literally did you see my so on my Instagram story, Jonah Curl Music for anyone who's listening. Uh, <laughs> I today, well, it won't be there by the time this episode drops, but maybe I'll repost it for fun. Um yeah. so on my HX Stomp, which is like my, uh, for anyone who doesn't know what that is, it's a guitar amp modeling pedal. I, I basically use it for pretty much all my gigs at this point. Anything that I have to travel a pretty decent distance for because mm-hmm. it tra- it is so light. It sounds so ridiculously close to a real tube amp and it feels, it has the same response as a tube amp. Or very, very close. I won't say the same. It's good enough to where like, I can't tell the difference enough when I'm on stage because when you're on stage, everything you're hearing in your ears gets really processed as well. Yeah. So it doesn't make a big enough difference for me to warrant dragging my big ass tube amp all around. Anyhow, um, there is one of the three buttons on it. One of the three stomp switches is like my mute button and the tuner button. So I like between almost every song, I press it down to tune really fast because my tuners on my guitar are breaking. Okay. Um, which more on that in a second. But <laughs> I got home today and I was unpacking everything and I, I haven't cleaned it off yet. There is a little layer of like dirty, sticky shit on. Like oh, it, you Lord. look at the other switches and they're still shiny and clean. Yeah. That, that third switch is just covered in. Oh my gosh. Gunk from the bottom of my boot. That's disgusting. <laughs> oh, it's gross. I was nasty. Yeah, I was nasty, but I love you so much, Iowa. You, you give me a wild ass time. So, but like, 
to go back so that's a good example like where i do those kinds of crazy shits it's almost like expected right like people buy me shot buy us as a band shots all the time yeah 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 and you know almost every gig you go to gives you some amount of free liquor specifically right so it's like almost expected that you're going to drink mm-hmm. um and usually i do but i wonder like at what point does it just get straight up unhealthy like what is like that tipping point between like normal drinking in your 20s yeah and alcoholism you know i f- i feel like i know for me i have like a specific line and not that i need to like i'm not any anywhere close to that line don't worry mom it's fine <laughs> she's but fine don't worry I, about it it's fine i just I mean, we'll see what it. happens when you get to nashville but. yeah I, I guess so but i feel like the line is like where you go i won't function as well without alcohol you know mm. where it's kind of like i i need it like i when you're about to go on a gig you know get up yeah. on stage or whatever and you're like yeah, man, I can't, I'm not going to be able to play well until I have a shot in me or something like that. And it's one thing if you're like, I just want to loosen up a little bit, you know, like Mm -hmm. that's whatever. But like, if I'm at the point where like I'm home from a day of work and uh, you know, a stressful day of work and I'm like, man, I just, I need, I need, you know, I need it. Right. Like I think that's when it becomes a problem. Even like when you even get close to that point for me is when it's like, whoa, too much. You know, reel it back, go go a week <laughs> mm-hmm. with, you know. So, I mean, Which, I feel like for me, that's my that's my conscious line um, that I want to, like, stay far away from. Yeah. I, know. It's, I guess it's different for everybody, you know? Yeah, that's true. Because, like, <clears throat> honestly, during the week, I try really fucking hard not to drink. Um, yeah. And like Except not, on not, Mondays. Come on. Exa- exactly. Mondays mm-hmm. are the only weekday that I cannot not drink (laughs) but like and not and again not even like i feel the need like i actually honestly i mean i I like drinking but it also just makes me feel i mean i don't feel like absolute shit but like (laughs) i'd rather feel good you know what i mean and i feel good while i'm drinking it's kind of like well it's like a lot of other things you know it's Mm -hmm. like i mean drinking's probably the best example i can think of but it's like there's a million and one little things where they'll make you feel good in the moment, but then after a while, they make you feel like shit. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess maybe drugs would be a good example. And not, yeah. do you see that? I can't believe I just caught that on camera. So, I, side, sorry, <laughs> side note. For anyone <laughs> I who's I watching, I, I there was a little sticker on the bottom of my desk that I never noticed before. And so I just started peeling it just while we were talking. Uh-huh. And I crumpled it up and I threw it. And it landed in the trash can behind me, and I was no, looking. Really? I was looking I at. That. I was looking at the screen the whole time, and you can clearly see it in the video. You have oh to. You have to timestamp. You have to timestamp twenty three minutes. Twenty three. Okay. Timestamp twenty three. Wow. So that was that was kind of incredible. That was um, amazing. But you know that being said, that does. I mean, because it's tricky. Because technically speaking, I can play. It, it also depends on the gig. Right. Like mm-hmm. if I'm playing a like in December when I did that really big theater show with the Beasley Brothers. Um, yeah. The Christmas show. I did not drink before that. And I didn't want to because I needed to be on my game. I need like mm-hmm. that was a very predetermined lots of specific licks. 
And obviously staying relaxed. That's also why I wrote Breathe on my guitars right before that show. And they're still right. on there, by the way. Um, so before that show, but I want to be alert and fully ready. But when you're about to play a four-hour show for a bunch of drunk-ass motherfucking <laughs> college kids. You got to join them. Right. And I kind of actually, the last night of this past weekend, I actually realized how... Whether it's whether it's good or not, how important it or how much of a difference that's a better way to put it, how much of a difference it makes when you do have at least a little bit of alcohol on you. Because mm-hmm. I before every show in Iowa City, I go to the bar, all drinks are paid for. So I get a uh, vodka Red Bull, which is a really good gigging drink. Gross. For me. Okay, but hear me out. Hear me out. Vodka Red Bull is the only drink that I've had where you get a buzz. But you still feel alert. Okay. It, it yeah. really, it really strikes a great balance. So I don't feel slog, like I don't feel like sloshy or like right. slow. And then my licks just aren't like cooperating. Like to be honest with you, if I drank this, this whole yep. thing before a gig, it wouldn't be the most amazing gig. It wouldn't be that great, probably. Especially if it's like at ten till two in the morning. Like, I would be, like, barely holding on for the last little bit. Right. But Vodka Red Bulls, they keep me going. So you try one. You should. I've should. never had one before. Yeah. Well, when you and Dan get to town, we're going to go get some. <laughs> It'll yeah. be a good time. Um, especially when you use the yellow Red Bulls, which are, like, the tropical flavored ones. It's uh, so See, good. I never have them because I know Red Bulls are, like, shit like they're so bad oh, yeah. for no, you so, yeah. but also like so is alcohol so <laughs> so maybe two just... wrongs make it right i guess so <laughs> <laughs> that's let's let's just keep telling ourselves that <laughs> i like that i like that for yeah no that's what i'm gonna yeah. live by from now on <laughs> yeah but so like every night in iowa i do that and i put my phone on the base cab which i i do that every time the base cab is right behind me it's not usually on to the point where it's that bad. Um, but I guess they were running the subs under the stage really hot oh, that night. Uh-huh. And so my phone, while I wasn't looking, my phone fell off the base cabin into my drink and spilled the drink. And I didn't know. Also, my phone was plugged in um, oh. to like the charger. I didn't know until this couple in the front row pointed. And I turned around. And I'm like, and I, I look at them and I go, fuck. <laughs> um, thanks guys yeah the phone was fine it was just sticky but Ew, gross um yeah i'm like so for the first like and then i didn't get a replacement drink because we were playing the show i didn't have time to go off stage and get another drink and like yeah yeah, yeah. that's an unprofessional move anyway if you need alcohol do you get, that do you bad. get breaks um sometimes if i direly have to pee i'll take a break you don't always get breaks the brothers the, just- the front the front men never get a break so you'll just play for four hours straight without a break? Yes. Seriously? That's crazy. That, yeah. And that's what we like every Broadway show. Yeah. Wow. It's just, that's just how it goes. Like the, no the, the people like me who get the backups, mm-hmm. we get a break every once in a while. Like the brothers will do like a slow one, like, like cover right. me up or, you know, something like that. Put people and, to sleep. Yeah, exactly. They, they, they let them chill out for a second, get nostalgic while we yeah, take right. a really fast piss or get a drink or something like that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, other than that, we, and sometimes I don't even take my break. I'll just, wow. keep going, nice. which is another Power through. alcohol is kind of important because that it's, it I, is rough. I can see that now. Yeah. Like, 
you need it to just it, power on through. Yeah, and it's not even the kind of break where like you can. There's nowhere to go and sh- there's no green room. <laughs> there's no green right. room at, and the they bathrooms have fancy aren't. Yes, e- green room. The bathrooms aren't even relaxing. I've <laughs> seen those got darn kids walk into the bathroom, <laughs> rip the door off the stalls, and then carry it through the crowd like, hey, look at me, dude. Yo, and and every night there's a fight. Every night there's at least one fight. And this on the Friday night, and see, this is what makes me think about having a healthy versus an unhealthy relationship with alcohol i saw on friday night at least six girls throwing up one of them was so fucked up and she was unconscious and they had to carry her down on a stretcher oh my gosh it was she was really fucked up gotta be smart man like yeah like i don't i don't care if you you want to have a good night you can have a good night and be smart too like that's what that's what i'm saying like i try to make a rule for myself that when i go out i get a glass of water after every drink Mm, that's smart you know yeah because like people just forget you know and then they get all all fucked up like that mm-hmm. they end up getting carried out on stretchers yeah exactly yeah. like it's never going to and for me i also have to think about the the mental health side of alcohol mm. because beyond the physical side which alcohol can definitely fit like after this weekend i actually have been feeling really i mean not not Usually I feel bad in the sense that my whole body just feels like limp and right. like, like you're just I actually tired. I actually don't feel that this time. I feel very awake physically. That's good. Um the part of me that's fucked up is actually like my my gut. Right. Right. Yeah, because like all yeah. that just alcohol's not good for that shit. Mm-mm. So like my breathing's been kind of weird because, you know, I've got that hiatal hernia and all the GERD that I deal with and so when I drink like multiple times in a like multiple days in a row, especially a significant yeah. amount, it fucks up that whole system. So I was trying to actually sing uh, today. I was recording a song uh, for our buddy Bryson, who was on the podcast a little while ago. We're working. He on was. A, yeah, that was a good episode. It, hell yeah! Uh, we're as of as of the time this is getting posted, we're currently working on a, a single that he wrote, and I'm doing some vocals on it. I was trying to sing it today, and like. I could barely even just like hold a note for a normally long amount of time. It wow. was super weird. So like, do you, that's like super interesting that, I don't know, this is like your weekend routine now, right? In a way. <laughs> yeah. So like, <laughs> at what point are you going to say, I need to make some adjustments to like what's been going, if it's going to make, like knock me out for the whole week. And by the mm-hmm. time you recover, you know, the weekend is back, Yeah, you know, and you're back on the road doing shows. Um, I don't know. Like, what's um, what's the plan as far as, like, making yourself feel better? Well, I think there's I think there's two different directions for that that I think are both important to do at the same time. Mm-hmm. One is to prepare the body for that realistic fact that if you're a musician, you're probably going to be drinking. If you're, no, not if you're a musician in general. If you're the kind of musician that I am, where you're playing Broadway in Nashville and you're doing weekend shows at college dive bars and yeah. Mardi Gras parties and things like that, you're going to drink. And if you yeah. don't, you're probably going to be really miserable and <laughs> just actually probably even more fucked up because. To be honest with you, if I wasn't drinking during a whole weekend of El Rays in Iowa City, 
I would be so tense and I would be so stressed out that yeah. I would probably come home even more fucked up than I would be if I drank, which is mm -hmm. a weird thing to think about. Even despite all my breathing techniques and stuff like that, the human body was not made to do things like that. You know, mm -hmm. that's why a lot of rock stars die young because that that is not what the human psyche or the body was meant for. Yeah. So they a lot of times, instead of changing their lifestyle, they decide to self medicate, right, mm -hmm. to an unhealthy degree. Now, going back to that, um, preparing better in the sense of knowing your limits and not giving a fuck how many people are pressuring you, right? Yeah. Do you know how many shots I faked this this past weekend? <laughs> really? We got yeah. I I faked because like I took I took a shot on Saturday night last night because it's last night. Fuck it. You know, of I'll course, take a whiskey yeah. shot. We actually take these shots for a guy who used to work at that bar who I had never met, but apparently he was like a really big figure at the bar and he, I think he killed himself or something like that. I don't, oh, I Lord. don't know. Um, trigger I, warning. Yeah. I, I can't remember if he overdosed or if he killed himself, but trigger warning to that. But we take, you know, every weekend we take a shot of Jameson in his honor because that was his favorite drink. Oh, okay. Um, so I took that, you know, because first off, I love Jameson. Second off, yeah, you know, RIP that guy. Yeah. Um, but then when all these, you know, college girls are buying us tequila shots, <laughs> I would actually like put it in my mouth and then spit it out when, <gasps> when, my, back, when my back was turned. Sneaky. Into a, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. Casey taught me that one. That's smart. Um, and I did the same thing at the after party when they offered us more tequila. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that i i, I still woke like up tequila. with a hangover even after i faked all those tequila shots it but just, you like, know why entered your system anyway yeah and and my body ha my tolerance has been going up so i gradually have been getting less fucked up from weekends of drinking yeah moderately um but the other half of that so half of it is just letting your body acclimate but the other half of it is like not being an idiot, right? Like, right. I I travel with Liquid IV all the time, which mm -hmm. are they're yeah, they should sponsor this podcast. They really should. This is they the really, second time we're talking about it. Yeah, I like, really want to get some. So here's uh, normally I'm smart and I drink it. I mean, I always drink it before a gig, but normally I'm smart. And if I had a really heavy night of drinking, I'll drink it right before I go to bed. Saturday night I was not smart. Um, I was not a smart boy. <laughs> and I went to bed without it after I had drank the most I had that whole weekend. No. And so, and I think we went to bed at like four in the morning or something like that. Um, wake up at 10 and I have the biggest headache and I'm like dizzy. And I, you know, like, you know, you know that. Yeah, feeling. it's the worst. Yeah. So I get up and I, while the, drum, the drummer is still sleeping in the next bed over, I get up, pour some water. I splash water on my face first and then I put some water in my water bottle and then fill it with liquid IV shake it up I chug half of that thing then I go right to back to bed and I wake up three or four hours later not feeling like cured but feeling at least 60% better than I was before yeah because literally my body just needed that shit yeah that's normally yeah. my routine the morning after like a lot of drinking except normally it it and I end up like throwing up because I'm just like I need to get the shit out of my yeah. system 
I'm just gonna like completely accept the fact that this is gonna happen. It's disgusting. So I'll like wake up at five in the morning and like heave and mm. then drink water and brush my teeth and go back to bed. And then I wake up yeah. five hours later and I feel so much better. Yeah, exactly. Like take care, take care of yourself. Now I should have been preemptive with liquid IV, as as should everyone who's like uh, listening or whatever you're thinking, you know, Pedialyte or whatever it is. I prefer. Liquid Ew. IV. No, no, no. Pedialyte does suck. Oh, I have childhood trauma associated with that. Oh, (gasps) no. I have adulthood trauma associated with that. (laughs) Pedialyte, don't sponsor us. I will not let this happen. That would be a really... If if Pedialyte sponsored this podcast, (laughs) I'd be like, what are we doing? What is wrong with our lives? Maybe I do have a problem. If that is like the decider of whether or not we have a problem, then like this world. I'd is, say it is. <laughs> this world's already going to shit. I don't even know what's yeah. happening anymore. Hey everyone, we're taking a super fast break just to talk a little bit about our Patreon. I know you're probably wondering what is Patreon. I've never heard of that before. Well, Patreon is an exclusive, uh, essentially like a members-only subscription service that we offer to uh, listeners. Basically, what you can do is you can go to our Patreon. You can sign up for a certain tier, whatever you can afford, or whatever perks that you want to, uh, you know, purchase. And monthly, you will pay that amount, and you will get in return a special, some behind-the-scenes footage. Maybe you'll get some awesome, like, merch, like some custom stickers that we make just for our Patreon. We don't sell them anywhere else. They're just for you for being so special. And here's the best part. You can cancel anytime you want to, because guess what? We're also broke musicians, and we know what it's like. We know it's tough. So that's our brief little Patreon plug. Obviously, there's no pressure. We love you, our listeners, no matter what. And so we are never going to fully pressure you or per, you know, make you pay for anything. This is always going to be free no matter what. But if you want to help us out, help keep this thing going, then please check us out on Patreon. Tiers start as low as, I believe, 2 or $3. And you can cancel anytime you want. And that's that's all I've got for you. All right, back to the podcast. But I think it's a, it's, it is a balance of like properly like, like limiting yourself and not let... And also, I think, what kind of food are you eating before you drink, right? Like, yeah, true, true, true. I was nice because we get most of our meals covered. And so we nice. don't have to eat like fast food bullshit all the time. We eat well. We eat very well. Is it true and that like when you have a hangover the next morning, if you eat like greasy food, it's good? Or like the night of you eat greasy food? I think the myth is that, yeah. is that it's so the grease soaks up the alcohol. Okay. Um, it hasn't worked for me. I think honestly, it's like, well, the it sucks, but the best thing is throwing up. If you if you wake up and you've got like legitimate spins, like I woke up on Sunday morning, I was like a little woozy. Like right. I wasn't that bad. It was mostly the headache that was killing me. Like I couldn't yeah. get back to sleep with that headache. Mm-hmm. But for the mornings you wake up and you're legitimately spinning and you still feel the alcohol in your stomach, I think the only real immediate fix is throwing up. Yeah. No, it definitely is. Mm-hmm. It's the most disgusting. Right. And to be honest with you, no, like <sighs> it all happens to us. I've I've thrown up very hard from alcohol before. Oh, yeah. But I think that that's a good sign that you went too far. Oh, so, absolutely. So like, 
I think that that's the limit. And you, this is the other funny thing is that you only, and, and this is kind of true in life in general, you only know what that line is when you cross that line, right? Mm-hmm. Like ever since I crossed that line of to to the point where I was projectile vomiting in my buddy Abe's bathroom last summer. Nah, sorry, Abe's my Gross. bad, bro. Um, but once I crossed that line, I'm like, okay, I know what not to do now, and it's worked. Yeah, yeah. It so takes time. it does take time, but so there's obviously physical ways, and there's things, there's ways that you can do it in a more healthy way. Hmm. Um, I do also think that like, cause the ultimate goal to go back to the question you asked me, which was like, at what point do you like change some things? Yeah. Those are the things that I have changed about my relationship with drinking is like, okay, if it's going to be regular, like mm-hmm. every weekend, then I'm going to do it in the most healthy way possible. Um, but the ultimate goal is to obviously not do it at all. And I think the way to do that is to change what kind of gigs I'm doing. Which is, you know, most musicians, and that's also what I love about playing with the Beezies, is that their life goal isn't to play at Broadway bars till they die. <laughs> yeah, right. You know? They don't want to like, stay at Iowa City forever and ever? No, I mean, I think that we would probably do that occasionally for the rest of our lives, but we wouldn't want to do it every month for the rest of our lives. Especially because, <laughs> like, there's a point where, like, you know, most of the most of the band is reaching their late 20s, early 30s. Um, there's a point old. where you're so old. Yeah. Like we we were talking about this. They're like, there's a point when you're like th- late 30s, early 40s, where it's just weird that you're playing at a place like El Rey's in Iowa. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. So like, which sucks because that kind of puts like a time, not a time limit. Like you could still do it. You know, maybe, but it's it's just not the same as when you're right. like so still young. Like because you know early 30s, late 20s is still young objectively you guess he'll pass off for for someone young and cool right we've already mm. established that you're not cool anymore though no so. i'm not whatever yeah. the fuck that word you said Chugy. was chuggy listen am, the kids understand they know what i mean i am no chuggy senor it's <laughs> not how you use the word well tough <laughs> There is, yeah. It's like they, like literally I went out and bought a pair, two pairs of mom jeans today because that's what the kids say are cool. That's what, no, 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 no. They're cool. (laughs) Skinny jeans are chuggy. Oh, chuggy's, oh. Yeah. And like high-waisted jeans are becoming chuggy and so are side parts. And what else? What else? What else? What else? So many things because children dictate. they're becoming chuggy really fast. Like it, I, I felt like it was just a year ago that like high waisted jeans were coming back in style. I know, right? Yeah, like what the it's fuck? Super, it's super weird. Yeah, I don't. I never know. It, I feel like it's the same with like torn. Like I just recently ordered some actually Aeropostale jeans because um, mm-hmm. they were having a buy one get one free sale. Oh, there you go. Which is great because those jeans are like sixty dollars a piece. Yeah. So that's the only way I could afford to get those jeans. <laughs> um, but I got some, and one pair is like. They're both they're both mostly skinny. They're not like ridiculously skinny, but they're definitely more form fitting. Um, and one of them is like somewhat torn up. The other one is like really ripped up. And I'm realizing 
I never see ripped jeans anymore like that. I think that's kind of out of style. I mean, I, think I like it is. I, I like them for is. some outfits, regardless of if they're in style. But like, and I feel like that just changed really fast. I don't know. Uh huh. Every day it's different, and yeah. you know, I think it's good that you are willing to wear the chuggy jeans, regardless yeah. of the fact that they're out of style, because you don't care what people think, and you shouldn't. You know, kind of. I kind of don't like, which is funny because when it comes to style. There are some things that I do care about that I don't yeah. know if I should. Like, actually, you know, something I've asked a lot of people about recently and I'll ask you about, too. Okay. Um, do I look... I mean, I, and I don't take any offense to this. Yeah, yeah. Should I get contacts? Mm. Because, especially for performing. I know that I don't look bad with glasses, but do I look maybe younger or, like, more casual without glasses? That is like back on. Maybe like try to get like are those your only pairs of glasses? Yeah, and I spent like a ridiculous amount of money on these ones too. Okay, because I know that you know what's big lately and what what's the that? kids say is cool. Please don't say around glasses. No, Harry Potter glasses. Please no. And also draw a lightning bolt on your head. I would rather kill myself. <laughs> Trigger warning. No. Um, we're late with these trigger warnings. Yeah, it's fine. Um, no, like clear frames or like no frames, I think. Which pisses me off because I had no frames when I was in high school and they were lame. Well, now it's cool again. I, I think. feel like I'm just always lame. I'm just <laughs> eternally chuggy. You're just... <laughs> I you am chuggy. from the chug. Oh my god, I should get that tattooed on my butt or something like that. The word chuggy? Yeah. <laughs> Soon saying the word chuggy is going to be chuggy. Good. Then that tattoo will be extra chuggy. Why is it that like the young people that like don't understand what nyan cat is can choose what's cool and what nyan isn't? Also, it upsets it, it upsets me that you don't know what that is. Can you it was like it a me? little YouTube video of a cat with a rainbow flying out of its butt. Oh, that's what it was called? I know what that, I know what that video is. Yeah, it's called Nyan Cat. Nyan Cat. N-Y-A-N Cat. Nyan Cat. If you understand what I'm saying right now, whoever is listening, you are my friend. I would be really surprised. I feel like only like the really, really fresh, um, really fresh, like, people to the internet don't know what that is i can assure you my younger sister who is almost 18 doesn't know what nyan cat is that's surprising i know it's weird that's weird um yeah. but on the glasses front i would say how bad is your vision though like pretty goddamn bad oh really? <laughs> it's pretty bad i got an astigmatism and it gets worse every year and really yeah uh, do you keep having to like change your prescription and stuff well i change my prescription every i mean it, it if I was rich, I would probably change it every year. Yeah. But I change it every two or three years at this point. I would say it's probably not a bad idea to have contacts. I was thinking at to, least get some like weeklies yeah. or something like that just for like performance weekends, you know? Right, right. I mean, I would say like it doesn't, I don't know. I know people that live with contacts and they're fine. The thought of, of contacts freaked me out. Like, yeah. Like I have glasses. Wait, look, here are my glasses. You're not that blind, right? No, it's just like a weird farsightedness thing that sometimes it's hard for me to street, like, see like street signs. Mm -hmm. But these are very out of style. And I need like the yeah, clear a ones. Bit. A little chuggy. Hey, listen. 
hey, these are Versace. You can't use the word chuggy because you didn't know what it meant you know what? 20 minutes ago. But now I do. People change. Get over it. These are Versace glasses that have uh-huh. blue light block, or blue, blue light prevented. They're not blocking because they're not like the orange ones, but blue light uh, filtering lenses and they're bougie. But they're like, chuggy, but they're bougie. You They're need clear bougie glasses chuggy. like this because clear glasses are in. So if you want to be cool, you know, I don't, you'll have like kind of professor core kind of look. I'd you know? rather just tear my eyes out. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you have to be cool. Okay. Or I could just not wear glasses at all. I mean, honestly, contacts would also be cheaper than getting another pair of glasses. Honestly, yeah. I would say, I mean, how expensive yeah. are contacts? I know they're a pain. Uh, like, for ones with astigmatisms, I found yeah. a, a pack of three that will give me a three-month supply of, like, extra... Because my eyes are also really dry. So they'll give me, like, a good, like, moisturizing... I never thought I'd have to moisturize my eyeballs, but here we are. <laughs> 24 years old. Um... Like it's really, 2022 and we're moisturizing our eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! But they're like with a with, after. So there's a initially they're expensive. They're like 250 mm-hmm. bucks for Yeesh. yeah. But there's like Damn. a 110 dollar rebate. Okay. So they end up being about 15 dollars a box. So which is pretty cheap, I think. That's not how long does one box last? Well, that's the thing. Three months if you change them for every time you're supposed to use them. But if I'm only oh. using them for weekends, for and for weekends that I feel like I need to look really good. Are, and, are people you know, just not buying you enough shots and that's why you feel like you need to get contacts instead of glasses? I just feel so <laughs> ugly. What? No, I mean like <laughs> no. I, I like my glasses. I'm very proud of my glasses. Listen, but I they're like chunky, they but they, they're great. They don't, they don't fit the bar scene is the problem. That's fair. Like That's when fair. I'm looking classy, when I'm dressed real nice, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, these are the glasses. But when sure, I'm sure. like at a college bar, I'm like. <sighs> I guess I don't totally get the bar scene or the college bar scene because I went to a Christian school and there oh, were so did no I, bars I'm, and nowheresville, Pennsylvania. I feel like I'm going through a a reincarnation of college, like where I'm like I, I had my actual college experience, which was very chuggy, and <laughs> it was very that word lame. randomly. It was very, it was super lame, uh-huh. and um, well, it wasn't lame. I had you know good friends, but I, it wasn't lit like a traditional college experience. Right and now, True. as a musician, I am living the actual college experience. You know, like. Drinking, going on dates, and like having fun. And the best part is, I don't have to worry about homework in the middle of it. <laughs> you just have to worry about surviving and paying your bills. Yeah, and, well, and learning songs. That's that's probably the that and like making giving homework to my guitar students is the only homework I have to worry about. Yeah, that's, that's true. It. But still, way better because it actually is homework that means something versus like a lot of the pointless, you know, Stupid. like filler. Like yeah. so much homework that high that both like like grade school teachers and college teachers give is filler. A lot of it doesn't mean. Oh shit. my gosh, I know it sucks. It's so stupid. That's- that's why I hate college. I mean, I've been telling my sister for the last year that she doesn't need to go because she wants to be a worship leader, and it's mm-hmm. like, girl. You don't you don't need it. Like save yeah. a ton of money. You don't need to go to one of those stupid little liberal art schools that's going to force you to learn to take gen eds about mm-hmm. I don't know 
pro extra cool calculus that you're never going to use in your entire yeah. life and spend money doing it. And Waste I, of time. And I know that a lot of those colleges feel like they have to because that's how they get their accreditation. Yeah, right? I know. And that's how they be, the liberal, that's how they get that's how they right? get a name in the, the college arts scene. side of it too, yeah. Yeah, but it's stupid. It's, it's stupid. We have declared tonight at 7:51 Central Time, 8:51 Eastern Time that it Hell is yeah. stupid. Yep, it is. And like uh, to be honest with you, and no, although I've said many times and I'll say it again, debt is a musician's worst enemy. Oh yeah. Debt is a musician's worst enemy, hands down. Yeah. However, I still think Twenty thousand dollars a semester could could it it would have to be really good. It'd have to be like really good. But it could be worth it if you weren't doing it for four years, so eight semesters, and you weren't taking a lot of bullshit classes. Mm -hmm. If you did like one or two semesters of an intensive program that was giving you hands-on work. I still think that that would be a ripoff because it should right. be way cheaper. However, right. like I could potentially also see, you know, like CMC is a good example yeah. of that, right? Sure. Like CMC used to cost when we were there, I think like without any scholarships or anything like that and including housing, no meals, what like $17,000 ish a semester. Yeah. yeah. I don't even and there was remember. a and, and that was a one semester program. Yeah. But then you break it down. You're living in apartments that cost $3,100 a month for the school. Um, what? Yeah. they call, the, at, and, and that was in 2017. Imagine oh, what they cost now. More expensive now. Yeah, exactly. So now they probably cost like four Ooh. grand, 4500 for a three bedroom. Um, so you're living in a bougie ass apartment right across yeah. from the school. You have access to... Hun probably hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of, of equipment, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like 24-7 access. 24-7. You're getting the, yes. master yeah, yeah. you're getting master classes from really bougie. I'll let this turn into a CMC plug. Uh, know, right? <laughs> but from like, like actual professionals who know yes. what the, they're talking about. Yes. And then in that at, sense, I'd say it's worth it. Right. Yeah. Um you also come home with a lot of content from the semester and you do, a, you do a really cool, like high production value tour at the end yeah. of the semester. Mm -hmm. So like you get and, and connections, like I said, CMC oh, changed yeah. my life. CMC Me is too. the whole reason that I have the life I have now. Me too. However, like I, that, that's like one of the rare scenarios where I'm like $17,000 is a pretty fair amount of money for that. Right. Um, be but mostly because it's one time. It's a one semester. If you're yeah. doing eight semesters of twenty thousand plus dollars mm -hmm. and you're learning a lot of bullshit and some little courses that are kind mm -hmm. of what you want to be doing, you, sir or madam, or anywhere in between, you are getting fucked in the asshole. <laughs> <laughs> you're getting ripped off. Drop you're getting out. your Listen, booty hole ripped open and they're taking are, everything from you. <laughs> if you are a human being who wants to be a musician or a technician in the industry, get out of a liberal arts school. Run! Run! It's a waste right. of time. That's right. I, I am drowning in debt. Do you hear me? Drowning. 
to the point where it's now affecting like our ability to like buy a house. Is it really? Yeah. Debt to income ratio is a thing, people. And oh college will fuck you over. Um, now, if you want to be like an engineer or a nurse or a doctor, like, dif- okay. Big difference. Big difference. Absolutely. You know? But like, you really, like, it's different for everyone. And I can't stand it when, when kids and high schoolers and 17 year olds are sat down and their parent is like, you have to go to college. You have to. That's your only option because if you don't, then that'll be embarrassing. And mm. then they're given this pen and it's like, write down, write your name and say that you will have to owe us this much money and you are like 17 years old or there's not a lawyer present. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just crazy. Like those banks are irresponsible for oh, giving so money to a 17 so. year old. What's wrong with you? There's a lot of really irresponsible <laughs> banks out. Like I was, you know, um, the band and I, we were talking about um, like, the 2008 crash and stuff like that and there's yeah. like how ridiculously easy it was to get a mortgage mm-hmm. so irresponsible like what the fuck are these banks thinking i'm like it's so fucked up man it sucks that a- there's our only way to get nice things sometimes <laughs> it's just a screwed up system i can't stand it yeah and it's hard because also as musicians how are we like unless you have a normal job it's going to be really difficult to buy a house. Like I met I met yeah. someone the other day who's 23 and she told me she's buying her dream house. North north not in Nashville but like north of Nashville but like a properly big ass house with a yard and all that stuff and I'm like what? You're 23. She's like a youth leader. I'm like I know a lo- I know a lot of young people younger than me who have bought houses. And it frustrates me so much because, like, yeah. are we just going to be doomed to rent for the rest of our lives? I know I we're not. Renting. I know that it's possible, but it's significantly more difficult. And maybe yeah. that's just the price we pay for doing what we love. I don't know. I guess. I don't know. I will say, though, I am very lucky because I just signed a lease for an Woo! end unit townhome. Townhome with stairs, people. Stairs. Hell yes. I get stairs. Abby West- is a woman with stairs, everybody. Look in, out. In West Nashville with, I'm just like so excited. Not as good as East Nashville. We, listen, you are a biased man and Maybe. you are away from nature. Okay. Maybe. We're going to be away, close to nature. Away. We're going to be around trees. We're going to be around parks. And we're also 15 minutes from downtown. So it is perfect. Perfect. Mm. Okay. Listen. But yeah, so I'm super excited. So now I have the job and we have the place. It's like Heck yeah. all the big pieces are coming together. So so how, because I know that you were really stressed in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Do you feel how, like on a scale of one to 10, how much better do you feel now that you have a lease signed? It's less about the lease and it's more about the fact that I only have one more full week of work left of Ooh. this of this fucking job. Oh, so it's just waiting to get the fuck out of that job. Yeah. I have one more week. So, and and a little bit, because we're going away to New Jersey to see family before we move next week for the full week. And then mm. I'm going back for like two or three more days and then I'm done. Wow. You know, I'm using a ton yeah. of PTO before I go. <laughs> you may um, as well, honestly. Right. I'm, I have like 60 hours of it. Um, Whoa. Yeah. 
So I, I'm just honestly, the fact that there's just one more week of this is the best part. And so I feel better than I have in a really long time. Yeah. So I feel like the stress part is over because it's like March now, practically, you know, what the fuck? I gotta pay rent in a couple days. We have to pay rent tomorrow. Yuck for wait for, for the new place or for the old place? Mm, No, I mean, I'm just saying like we both do. Oh yeah. For this place wait. that we are currently in. Oh, wait, that's tomorrow. Tomorrow's the first, oh. yeah. <laughs> Great! And I thought it was Wednesday! <laughs> Shit! <Nope. laughs> that's yeah, okay. I... Apparently, we have to pay just as much rent for a shorter month. How does that make sense? That's what I want to know. Yeah, I was thinking about that. I'm like, that is some bologna. You're rip- ripping me off, dude. Nah, these, mm-hmm. they, do, they do be doing that sometimes. They know how to like, get you. I am very thankful for my landlord. She keeps relatively reasonable prices and considering the neighborhood that we live in, which yeah. is why I'm so glad that we hopped on this shithole so fast. Um, <laughs> it's not that bad. Casey hey, and I are slowly making it a nice place. Like, yeah. for instance, we we had a, a Brita filter that like went on the faucet. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, ours was broken and it would like whenever we would switch it to the filtering thing water would come out the the little cracks and stuff like that and get everywhere it was really obnoxious because if you left it running long enough then the water would start to pool on the counter oh yeah it was just really stupid i hated it um so i finally was just so fed up with it i ordered a uh, a new one a different brand i ordered something called uh, a pure like p-u-r filter Mm -hmm. and I came home from Iowa and she had installed it and I was so happy. Nice. And like the fact that I'm looking around and I'm like, man, I got a washer and a dryer. I got a water filter that doesn't suck. And my Did you first- officially get a washer and a dryer? Yeah. And it works. Yay. Yeah. It makes me so happy. Like it, No more laundromats. Little, little things that I took for granted. I know. Or that right? I thought were stupid until I became an adult. And now I'm like, Okay, this is important. Yeah, right? Yeah. It's Which true. also, I had my first uh, HelloFresh box come today. That's right. Yeah, it was pretty That's good. Thank you great. for the discount, Abby. Hey, I got you. Listen, we got to support the other starving music industry person. <laughs> it's honestly That's great, right. though. Wait, it, did you I, make your first meal tonight? I did. It was, it was, good. Um, it was pretty good, right? Yeah, it was like um, chicken breast cutlets with like cut up um, carrots and mm. mashed potatoes and it had mm. some spicy cheese thing on it. Um, it I, I was honestly like, I don't know if this is going to be enough food for two full meals. And I was like, also, I don't know if this is going to taste good. This isn't a lot of ingredients. It was delicious. Oh, yeah. And like one serving filled me up. Decent. Not like, not like to the where where I'm at the brim, but I probably shouldn't. I, I've heard you're not supposed to eat till you're stuffed. That's what I heard too. I think it's wrong, but it's a lie. I think they're lying to us, but whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. We have definitely re- like found that like they under season stuff. Um, oh really? Oh yeah. So like Dan's Yikes. like like a season like bougie king and we'll over, like season you are the bougiest couple of people I that i know we are secretly bougie okay and Wait, you did you say like, secretly secretly it, it it's Come it's on. only a secret if no one knows <laughs> Come 
Dang it. I spelled <laughs> it. Damn it. <laughs> um, but no, he'll like over like he'll, he'll like reseason everything and stuff. And normally I'm the nice. person that's like, let's just like keep it the way they're so they want us to make it. I want to taste it how mm. they intended it to taste. And he's like, no, right. it sucks. I got us. I don't know. Pepper and thyme and red pepper and all, Which all this stuff. Which I guess so. maybe is it, I, I get that. I feel like my my sister and my dad are the same way, where they put like red pepper and hot sauce on everything because nothing has enough flavor for them. Hot sauce on everything? They're weird as fuck. See, I love me a spicy meal. I love mm. me spicy stuff, but I'm not about that. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't put hot sauce on my scrambled eggs. Like, I don't. Yeah, I. That's weird. <sighs> I would do that if if I was ever forced, which by the way, I would have to be in the most desperate scenario to eat <laughs> hotel eggs. Because that's the kind of shit that's going to make you throw up. Not al- you worried about alcohol? Hotel eggs will <laughs> get you faster than, than alcohol. But Accurate. I'd probably put hot sauce on those bitches. Um, Just to drown out the flavor of the hotel. Yeah. Of the hotel. <laughs> but you know what was funny is actually, so in this me- in this recipe, there was one flavor thing that I thought was kind of weird. Mm-hmm. They said at the very end, um, so you drizzle like this, like kind of like spicy um, cayenne sauce like yeah. thing that you made. Put You drizzle it on there, but then you also drizzle honey. I'm like, <gasps> drizzling honey on chicken? That's <gasps> weird. It was unbelievably good. Like I was shook. Actually, Dan does that all the time. Really? Yeah. Like just put except honey on things. So like he'll get he likes honey a lot. I don't because like growing up, if I was sick, my like mom would oh. give me honey to like soothe my sore throat, and so I associate honey with being sick. Right. But he'll like get those Chick Fil A breakfast biscuits. You know how those? Ooh. Have you ever had one of those? And he'll put honey on it, and I yeah. think it's disgusting, but he loves it, so I get that for sure. Oh, so you don't like honey at all? No, I just won't eat honey at all. Oh. It makes me feel like I'm sick. That, the brain, no, that makes, the brain that makes, is a weird thing. The brain is a weird thing, which a like ass thing. has kind of another thing with to go, to go back to alcohol too. Now that you bring that up, I don't know. Does alcohol ever bring you to like? Because sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes mm-hmm. alcohol brings me. It makes me feel way more immature than I normally am. Like. Like getting buzzed on it will make you like, and then you'll start to feel like more if injured. I know if I get if I get buzzed, I'm usually just this. I'm Jonah Krull, like mm-hmm. as as I am right now. But I'm yeah. like, well, I'm just buzzed right now. So like, sure, I don't know. I wouldn't Same. say I'm more. I mean, if, if you think I'm wrong, let me know in the comments. You are you so immature right now. <laughs> thank you so much, Abby. <laughs> <laughs> but like, if I get like crunked, yeah. if I get like crunked. properly slashed. Yeah. Then I feel like I go back to like high school Jonah where like I'm not a douche. Mm-hmm. I, I at least I don't think I am. I can be because, you know, I'm a human, but I become very very immature in how I communicate and like how I hmm. um, Yeah, like it's just I, I don't know if there's the best way to put it cuz I cuz I've never experienced me drunk because I'm always the one who's drunk. Right? right, right, right. So I just go off of little bits and pieces that I remember. Uh huh. Right. So yeah, like, that's a good thought. I mean, yeah. I definitely think that I'm just more fun. <laughs> but see, that's vague. I mean, yes, I'm probably. Like, I'm sure. I'm sure you are. I'm, I'm sure you a are. Good time when I'm, yeah, young, you know, yeah. But, uh, that probably means I'm more immature. 
Right. And maybe that's, I was going to say, maybe I'm not even necessarily saying I'm immature as it, it's a bad thing. Yeah. It could be. Some, I, sometimes I think, because I definitely tend to remember the really fucked up things that I've done when right. I'm drunk. But like, I'm sure also that when I'm really drunk, I do some wild shit that's really fun. You know, yeah. really funny stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just feel naturally immature as a person sometimes. Like, yeah, I just feel like. That's the best way to be. That's how we I keep the depression so at bay. <laughs> like, let's be real here. Come on. If we were like trying to actually be adults, we would be so sad as humans. Not about it. I feel like I'm still 17 and I'm just faking it. Yeah, exactly. And in reality, I'm 20 freaking four. We're just a bunch of 17 and 18 year olds that are just happen to be paying bills and doing what we love. That's awesome. Let's kick ass. Let's do Yeah, it's great. It's great. Yeah. It's not stressful at all. No, it's not not even a little. Cries. Cries. Drinks more alcohol. Yeah, I know. I'm out. I'm out. I finished it. Actually, you know what's funny is that's go you you were talking about what is which maybe this is a good spot to kind of end it on since mm. it's kind of full loop, but um you, you at the beginning of the episode we were talking about like what is like a sign of like unhealthy drinking and mm-hmm. i never really said what mine was but now that i'm thinking about it yeah for me it's always been do i drink to get over something that is hard or sad or mm-hmm. do i drink to celebrate something that's fun hmm. if i drink because i'm sad that's unhealthy if i drink because i'm celebrating then i think that's healthy okay so I don't let myself yeah. drink. Actually, I make myself sober when I'm sad. If I'm mm-hmm. sad, like I, like I'm always a little sad, but like if oh. I'm like actively, <laughs> that's really sad. I'm, I'm like, just. I'm always. I'm always a little sad. Eternally sad. Oh. Um, but but no, like aside from just like I mean, you know what I'm talking about. Like not sad in the sense of like I'm depressed, depressed yeah. all the time. But like there's always that like background melancholy of being a human being right if you think about it too hard you're gonna get depressed yes exactly yeah precisely that that's what that doesn't count because that's never gonna go away right but i talk about like if i'm actively depressed okay then yeah i will make myself i I will not let myself drink that's a good way to that's a good way to go yeah because i think that that's what's going to um that's that's what's gonna bring the the unhealthiness into it because then mm-hmm. that's when it becomes reliant because like if you drink to celebrate you don't or if you drink when you celebrate you're yeah. usually drinking to enhance the celebration sure. but when you are drinking to when you're sad you're drinking to cover up the sadness yeah and you can never fully cover up something like sadness yeah, I think that's it's never going to go away. I resonate with that for sure. Yeah. Like I, I never really want to like drink when I'm by myself or feeling lonely because mm-hmm. that just yeah. makes it worse, you know. So yeah. I find I find like just drinking in general more of a like just a communal thing. You know, that's what I do yeah. when I'm with people. and I'm hanging out with people. You know, yeah. I thought this is what adults do. And it's really weird. You know, like adults yeah. don't get together and like I like I I don't know. I do love my my friends that like will just play games with me and we'll just get together and play games, but there's you know, there's always drinking involved. Yeah. You know? Which like I'm a fan of. Like I'm cool with that, but I feel like I don't know, it's just weird. Like 
if you're hanging out with people as an adult, it's likely there's there's alcohol involved. Yeah, and maybe just to like kind of socially lubricate things, because like I, I mean, I also know that like if I <laughs> get your mind out of the gutter. I'm sorry, you <laughs> chose that word. Social lubricant. <gasps> Social okay, lube. Sometimes Anyhow. I'm just like, oh lord. Oh Jonah, please. <laughs> Man, I, my mind wasn't even going there, and you know, you know, you know how my mind works. I yeah, and that's why I take a second. And you've never like, heard alcohol called a so, so social lubricant, though. Never. Are you serious? Never. All right, let, we're, we're gonna do say? a we're gonna do a poll, and it's gonna say, "Have you ever heard of alcohol being called a social lubricant?" Because I have m- most definitely heard it multiple times. Okay, I've never heard of it, so I'm intrigued to see what oh. people say. Interesting. Never heard yeah. of this before. Well, we'll, we'll do it. Fuck All right. Good plan. Um, but like, I do get that. Like, honestly, if I go to a party where I don't know a lot of people, mm-hmm. if I'm not drinking, it will be kind of because I, you know, my anxiety will kick in and my insecurity yeah. will kick in and I'll be like, oh, that, you know, I do I really want to go over there and try to talk to that group of people that I'm not like in with? You know what right. I mean? I totally Versus feel that. If I'm drinking, then I'm like, I, that thought doesn't even cross my mind. I just go and do it. Right. You've loosened up. You're like, I, I'm just going to have a good time now. Right. Yeah, I totally and feel that. The real question is, could you do that without alcohol? It's a lot more work. Yeah, it's a lot harder. It's a lot scarier to do. I could, right. but it would be a lot. It would be a lot harder to do for sure. Yes. Yeah. She's like, are we just taking the easy way by having a couple drinks? <sighs> Maybe we should I, I just be doing that. it, you know, like maybe we're just like making it easy on ourselves yeah. when it should be challenging. Man, I don't know. It's that's a good question. Um, and I also am like, well, humans almost always because like, you know, like human like sometimes people will have like they like pick their their calluses or they'll mm-hmm. like have a fidget or something like that. Sure. That's a little way of the body making a difficult situation easier. Mm hmm. Right, like even on a subconscious level, so the body needs some sort of. I actually maybe here's the answer to that, or not an answer, a answer to that. Can a car run without oil? Yes. Mm-hmm. Can it run as efficiently and healthily as when it's oiled up? <laughs> I, I notice I specifically <laughs> didn't say lubed because I knew what you're gonna say. Well, that but your mind, I I watched I watched your soul through your eyes go <laughs> oiled up. <laughs> no, okay, whatever, whatever, whatever. Okay, but but what is the answer to that question, Abby? I know you know it. <laughs> it's better to have the stuff that makes it better. Lube. Nothing. <laughs> yes. So like, and I'm not. I'm not promoting alcoholism or any sort of addiction to any substance, but I do think that like there's a reason why in nature a lot of things will follow the path of least resistance, like water mm-hmm. flowing, right? Water sure. doesn't flow uphill. Water goes with gravity. Sure. I think it is somewhat natural for us to need some sort of thing to make it easier. And if we don't do it consciously, our body will do it subconsciously. Why do you think that you know when we do when we do something really cool 
our body produces <laughs> it, pro- it produces like dopamine, right? So yeah. our body trying to make makes it easier for us. Like right when we work out, our body sure. produces dopamine to make it easier for us to have the desire to work out. Yeah, I don't have that. Yeah, same. But <laughs> but that's the way it's supposed to be. At least right, I don't. Right, it's not right. working anymore because you know we have phones. It's but, broken. <laughs> but so I think that while I respect people that do the hard things, I don't think that we're meant to constantly twenty four seven always do the hardest thing on the planet. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like this is a lot much. I could like, we could probably talk about this for another full hour. You're right. And we're already at like an hour and 15 or something like that. Yeah. And I really need to go make myself another drink. (laughs) (laughs) See, you need that lube. (laughs) (laughs) That social lubricant. It's just so yummy. I'm going to use that uh, exclusively when I talk to you now because that's funny as hell. Listen. I'm gonna make I'm gonna make sure that Dan also uses that all the time to make it you like hey Abby, be- <laughs> do you want some social lubricant? Yeah, it won't be funny unless I already have a gin and a gin and coke in me. So all right. Well, <laughs> thank you all so much for listening to our uh, podcast about social lubricants. Oh um, Lord, listen, we need to just like not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll for you. I'll cut it out I until pretty, we stop I'm- recording. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. But Super thank you fun. all so much. Yeah, this was a fun one. I uh, hope hope you enjoyed this uh, this little podcast we did it's on Monday commentary night. Commentary. Yeah, about. commentary on alcohols or you know, and we, we talked about a lot of other things. We but did, yeah. It was fun, but I, I'd say it was that a good like, time. Yeah, but thank you so much. If you want to check us out on uh, Spotify, you can check us out at the Line Check Podcast and also um, Apple Podcasts. And as Abby has said many times, and I keep forgetting about this, mm-hmm. if you would take the small amount of time it takes to leave us a review on either of those sites, yes. that would mean literally my whole heart. I will I will drive to wherever you are and I will give you a big old hug. I'd probably cry, honestly. Yeah, yeah. I might cry a little. We'll, we'll send you a, a crying video if you give us five stars. That's because it just idea. means that much to us. Mm-hmm. We just, we need that kind of attention. We need it. Because <laughs> we're just so awesome. We need that affirmation. I mean, it, I think that that actually is one of my um, love languages, though. What? Words of Aff- affirmation? Affirm- words of affirmation. All right. We need this a whole da- episode about love languages. Actually, sure. that would be fun. We yeah. literally, Dan and I just had a really, really productive conversation about it. Like, Hell And yeah. so let's save this. Um, tune in yeah. again if you want to listen to us talk about love languages and stuff. Because that's actually like some deep shit right there. Yeah, it, it it is kind of deep. It really is. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, th- <laughs> thank you all so much and we will see you next week for our very we have a we have another guest coming on next week and it's going to be a good time. I'm so excited. It's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. All right. Keep tuning right, in everyone. every every Wednesday. Every Wednesday. All right. Have a great have a great day or night or or morning. Good evening. <laughs> It's very presumptuous of me, but all right. (laughs) Peace out, Girl Scouts.